Welcome to Bloodbath, the True Crime Podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Jamie. I wasn't ready. I was taking a sip of my Dutch Bros. <laughs> What's that? Sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to keep you on your toes. <laughs> I'm on them. No, you're not. I used you're to walk with them as a kid. Like constantly. Like I know kids do, but like constantly. And that's on autism. Yep. You know? It'd be like that. It do be like that. It do be like that. Speaking of which. Uh-huh. Really? Let's get into my case. Let's do it. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of Elliot Roger, but he's king of the incels. I have not. I heard just that little bit that you were playing, and I was like, <laughs> we would totally be friends. Yeah. Sarcasm. Sarcasm. Uh, <laughs> someone should have been friends with him. That would have helped. No. Nobody mm. has to be friends with somebody to make them not do shitty things. That is on them. You know, it really is on him. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh so elliot roger if you don't know him he committed the isla vista killings back in 2014 okay um he is rev- revered nowadays as the king of the incels and the, the incel community people who identify as incels they'll sign things er like ew or i'm gonna go er like i'm gonna go do what he did oh no yeah so they're like they look up to him he's he's their god their king they have him like his pictures plastered everywhere there's FBI a FBI watch list there's a fucking spotify playlist called the elliot roger playlist and it's no. all about like unrequited love and like all the songs that have to do with that i'm just like bro <laughs> we should be following their ip address <laughs> fbi <laughs> like uh, there's apparently a whole entire section of the internet it's like it's like the manternet or something. I don't oh know what it's God. called, but it's full of like the ma- dark side. Yeah, it's full of misogyny and like. Oh. Um, there's PUA, which is pickup something like guys who pickup artists, and then there's PUA hate, which are guys who hate guys who are pickup artists. Oh God! And it's just like a whole online community of these. Me 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 me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's insane. I would like to nominate my FBI agent in my phone to find these guys because I found a TikTok the other night of like a scratch off, uh, almost a serial killer movie, <laughs> <laughs> horror movie, uh-huh. and I, w- I sent it to Katie. Went on to TikTok or went on to Instagram immediately within three posts. I had the advertisement to buy it. Wow. So I'll nominate Coral. Yeah. Good job, Coral. Yeah. Well, Elliot Roger was born July 24th, 1991. Elliot Oliver Robertson Roger. Robertson? Yeah. Oh, God. Plus, he's got four names since small town murder said four names. That's too much. It's too much, but I really should do a DNA test. You should. There's a lot of Robertsons. Yeah. Maiden last name. uh... (laughs) No, I'm not related to Duck Dynasty. I wouldn't be opposed to it, but like... Be cool. Hopefully, (laughs) you're not related to Elliot Roger. We'll find out. I'll, I'll write in for a listener story. There you go. Own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to give like a ton of, ba- of a backstory because I sat here and read his 140 page manifesto. Give it. But Let's go. I mean, I've got like the highlights. We okay. got a highlight reel. Okay. This guy had the a lot to say. The juicy stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he goes into like gory details too about like his life. Like when he was seven, the color of the house that they moved to, like, like literally just like the most detail he yeah. could ever put into anything. Like I don't remember any of my friends' names from when I was seven. Other I than know like I had two. a Paris. That's all, and a Kendall, and a Maisha. <laughs> but, like, do you remember what color your house was, or like? Well, I had the pink roof house, and I called That's it really the pink roof house weird. forever. Why was your roof pink. I don't. It was like a salmony, gross, like uh, not pink. Those like tiles that go on top of one another. Fake pink. Yeah. Ah. Uh. Indiana nobody cares that's true (laughs) so he just he had all the details he even went into detail on the first time he ever watched porn okay the first time that he ever had the urge to masturbate and he talks about the entire experience in great detail Mm. don't read this this fucking manifesto we're not one to shy away from details but like that doesn't seem like details that really need to be said if you're gonna tell me i'm here for it like i it's a true crime podcast we we get to the gnarly details but Gnarly. <laughs> Gnarly. Exactly. Well, he started off his manifesto with a blissful beginning. Age okay. Zero to five. He literally has sections zero to five. Zero uh, to a hundred. Six to nine. Like, <laughs> yeah, zero to a hundred. Real at quick. The end, real quick. Exactly. Um, so he was born in London, England, and he moved to the United States when he was only five years old. 
and he was raised in Los Angeles. His father, Peter Roger, he was a British filmmaker who moved to LA to try to make it big. Okay. Did he? He had one movie or a documentary that was called Oh My God. <laughs> oh My God. <laughs> it only got traction because of what Elliot did. Okay. That makes sense. Um, and then he had a big commercial series, like a commercial series thing he got kind of big on, but that was it. Which, like commercials, you don't really know people's names. That's true. Yeah. Except for like if you're on the gonorrhea billboard and you're like, hey, you're the girl of the gonorrhea billboard. And you're like, well, my bank account's happy, so <laughs> fuck off. Okay. All right, Joey Tribbiani. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yeah, his father was a filmmaker and then his mother, Lee Chin, was a Malaysian Chinese research assistant for a film company. Oh, wow. Yeah. So He could have had a really fun life if oh, he, he wasn't did. a total douchebag. Really? Oh, he di- you're going to be so mad. You're going to oh, be so no. fucking pissed. So, <laughs> Elliot boasts about all the places he got to travel before he was even five years old. He talks about how much he respects his father for being so successful at times. And then near the end, he starts to lose respect for his father. Oh, it wasn't enough. Yeah. He boasts how his mother is friends with George Lucas and Steven Spielberg. What? And she even dated George Lucas for a short time. Oh, stop. Seriously. Let me ride that Melanie on Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a... Uh, just wait. There's more. <laughs> So he claims his birth was an accident and his mother was on birth control, but was taking antibiotics at the time. And then, so that countered the birth control. Isn't 90% of the population an accident? Like, Basically. stop, dude. And this is his quote of what he spoke about. He said, so their lovemaking during this period resulted in my life. Oh. That's, that's how he said he was born. Oh my God. That's like a person who has their mom's name in their phone as birth giver. <laughs> I think Michaela has her mouth. That's Brayden's. <laughs> nice. So Elliot cried the first day of school, which like same bro. Everybody does. Yeah. And apparently like crying is a theme throughout his whole manifesto. He tells you every single time he's had a tantrum or he cried. Um, which is fine. Men yeah. can cry. Exactly. I'm not saying that. I'm saying. No, I know you're not. <laughs> like, I don't think he is realizing from what you're like putting down so far for me, because I don't know this case, mm-hmm. that he's seeing it as like, why am I crying? Oh my God. It's because of these people. Yeah. He, it's can, like, calm he down. can never accept responsibility for anything in his life in this entire manifesto. You're allowed to have emotions yourself and they're allowed to come from your own mind, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I cried. I remember freaking, I was going into school and I was beating my hands against the door, like embarrassing like, myself in front of these children, mm-hmm. crying. And my mom had to like, walk with me sit with me for the first 15 minutes of class like really sad and then she put me in sensitivity therapy (laughs) that's right because that's what fucking happens you can't cry over everything (laughs) and if you do you need therapy yeah it helps young age yes exactly elliot said uh i remember one funny incident when we were taking school pictures they forced us to sit cross-legged which i hated doing okay so i absolutely refused to sit that way for the picture the teachers eventually conceded and the picture was taken with me being the only one sitting differently. And I, I took Aww. this quote out because it struck me as odd. Like immediately he's trying to be the odd man out. I was going to say, he's trying to stand out. He's trying to yes. be like, look at me, look at me. Exactly. Exactly. Look at and that me, happens look at throughout me. his entire life. He wants to be the one that's looked at different and looked at and the attention. Exactly. He's the friend that if I, if we were to be like, I like Star Wars, but like, no, I like Star Wars. Yeah. I like it more. No, you can't have that. Why did you get a blanket with... No, you can't have that. I like it. Yes. He's that person. Get out, dude. (laughs) Even one of his birthdays, he said um, there was a a birthday cake and they cut it and served a piece to his friends first because that's how I was raised is that you don't get the first piece. No, you don't. He threw an entire tantrum, ruined the whole party because he didn't get the piece of cake first. Oh, my God. Please tell me he's not with us anymore. He's not. (laughs) (laughs) So before his fifth birthday, his little sister, Georgia, was born. And he goes into part two, growing up in America, ages five to nine. He attended Pinecrest School and was so far behind from the move from England to America. Okay. That his teacher didn't let him go out and play at break. Because he had to study or something? She had to catch up on everything he felt behind on. But I mean, this is preschool. That's sad. It is very sad. It's preschool. Send him back with homework. Exactly. So she made him stay in to do schoolwork, and his parents eventually took him out of Pinecrest and sent him to farm school was the name of it, and that's where he made his first friend. Okay. I was going to say, because he's not being socialized. Exactly. As much as we're talking shit right now, 
he's still a child. Oh yeah. But his parents need to be working on this and him having this, like your traumas are not your fault, but they are yours to handle. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> the first real friend, I, this is his quote. The first real okay. friend I made in the United States was a girl named Maddie Humphreys. Isn't that ironic? The first friend I made in the United States was a girl. She was the first female friend I've ever had and she would be the last. Maddie and I started playing together at farm school and eventually my parents became very good friends with her parents. Maddie's father is the famous British musician, Paul Humphreys, and her mother is named Maureen, though we would call her Mo. They had a nice house in Hidden Hills. Our families got together often to have barbecues and dinners, which he spelled wrong. Mm -hmm. I was a five-year-old boy playing with a girl my own age like any normal boy would do. I was enjoying life in a world that I loved. I was happy and completely oblivious of the fact that my future of this world would only turn to darkness and misery because of girls. This girl, who was my friend, Maddie Humphreys, would eventually come to represent everything I hate and despise, everything that is against me, and everything that I'm against. I was playing innocently with this girl in the manner that all children play. We even took baths together. It was the only time in my life that I would see a girl my age naked. Oh, stop. When I think about the experiences I had during my friendship with her, it makes me think ominously of the fact that all children, boys and girls, start out the same. We all start out innocent, and we all start out together. Only through the experiences and circumstances of growing up do we drift apart from allegiances and face each other as enemies. That what? Is, that is when wars happen, and that is when we, the true nature of humanity rises to the surface. At this stage of my life, of course, my war hadn't started yet, and it wouldn't start for a long time. I was enjoying my life without a care in the world, not knowing that all of this joy is destined to turn to dust. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's, that's the entire aura of his manifesto. Like, that's how it all poor sounds. Poor Maddie. Yeah. Just to, like, put her on blast like that. You poor, poor girl. She comes up again later. Like, several times in his manifesto. Oh, no. And at the end, too. Um, Yeah. He's He's got a lot of, lot of issues. Yeah. Boy needs some help. Why couldn't he just become, like, a really cool director? Like, Quentin Tarantino or yeah. fucking Stephen King. Like, just yeah. make some crazy shit. And then people will be like, wow, how does he think of that? And it's like, he's not killing real people. He's just doing it on the big screen, right? There you go. Like, <laughs> get your, you know. Get, get your way. murder on. Yeah. Legally. <laughs> not that I want him to be able no. to do that, but you know what I mean. I get what you're saying. He has an outlet. <laughs> when he was six, he suffered from something truly tragic did he drop his ice cream cone (laughs) (laughs) i was very small and short statured for my age i never gave this much concern during my early childhood you're six but this fact fully dawned on me the day my family took a trip to universal studios could you not ride a roller coaster at the time i loved dinosaurs i was fascinated by them i just recently watched the movie jurassic park and when i found out that there was a jurassic park theme ride at universal studios (laughs) i couldn't wait to go on it (laughs) We queued up in the line and waited for an hour. Stop! (laughs) When reached the front, the park staff presented me with a measuring stick, and I didn't fit the requirements. (laughs) I saw other boys my age admitted onto the ride, but was denied because I was too short. The ride that I was so excited to enjoy at the theme park was forbidden to me. Forbidden! I, I immediately fell into a crying tantrum, and my mother had to comfort me. Being denied entry on a simple amusement park ride due to my height may seem like only a small injustice, but it was big for me at time. Okay. At time. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's him. Little did I know this injustice was very small indeed compared to all the things I'd be denied in the future because of my height. But you're still writing about it. Yeah. Honey. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. That's, mm mm-hmm. He was very upset about having to go to summer school in the summer. Get in line. So was I. Yeah. (laughs) When he was seven, his parents decided to get a divorce, which obviously he took hard. Yeah. I mean, it sucks. Really common, though. Really common. I feel like the the rarity is people staying together nowadays. So, like, commiserate with somebody who else who has, you know, a divorced parents or something. Well, it doesn't sound like his parents are doing very well at bringing down the tantrums or, like, teaching him lessons. The shut up policy like oh you want your binky here's your binky like which is totally not okay like he just spoiled he's a spoiled brat this is why you don't spoil your yeah your children i don't think i don't think he was ever disciplined in his life no doesn't tell you at all no he cried he got his way he did except for when he couldn't when he was forbidden from the jurassic park ride yeah we should go ride it and hashtag oh my god (laughs) what an injustice to him (laughs) um 
he was really impressed with his father after the divorce because he his father quickly got a new girlfriend and he realized like that's his dad must be successful because he's got this cool girlfriend and the status yeah Mm -hmm. i don't know he said i subconsciously held him in higher regard because of this it's very interesting how this phenomenon works the males who can easily find female mates garner more respect from their fellow men even children how ironic is that my father one of those men who could easily find a girlfriend has a son who would struggle all his life to find a girlfriend every fucking paragraph ends in poor pitiful me yeah i didn't get what my way oh my god every single paragraph i I don't know how you read this oh my Mm. no wonder it's taken so long yeah it was ridiculous um elliot did have a best friend throughout his life his name was james ellis and they hung out even though he moved different schools with different houses like they moved several times throughout his life which okay comes with the job yeah I'm, i'm sure and the fact that they're you know he his parents were together then they were separated and divorced and then he's got a girlfriend her name is sumaya uh-huh. um she and elliot argue all the time oh and then the mo- his mom lee chen wants money to take care of the kids but is also trying to support herself and yeah it's just a whole back and when the forth. stepmom probably could have given him a chance to be a decent human being yeah. i bet you they're arguing because she's actually disciplining him oh yes. but that's your stepmom exactly. so you're not gonna and he said she has no right to discipline him yep there it is and and that it's his father's house and she doesn't belong there it is blah 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 misogyny <laughs> blah blah yeah exactly <sighs> um so elliot because of his mother's relationship with george lucas <laughs> would be invited to Casual. the red carpet premieres of star wars stop dead serious this kid walked the red carpet several times hunger Fuck games star wars no. fucking, yes yes he got to do that all the time oh my god mm-hmm. he also got like the nintendo 64 as soon as it came out got the game boy as soon as it came out he got all the pokemon cards he ever wanted all he had to do was throw a tantrum can we get to what he actually did so I can, like, severely hate him? Because, like, I dislike him now. You're a spoiled little brat, but I can't hate him yet. <laughs> My next sentence was, I really don't want to get into any more detail about his childhood because it's Stop. all the same. You got blood bathers. We do. I do not have her nose, okay? <laughs> <laughs> he moves. He's a weird kid at school. He attempts to be cool. He dyes his hair. He changes his style. He picks up skateboarding, hacky sacky, just trying to be cool, right? Okay. He sees what the cool kids are doing and, and he does, does them. them. He's masking. He's masking. Exactly. Mm-hmm stop (laughs) (laughs) he throws more tantrums he cries about it he obviously needed help yeah his parents did get him help and he did get diagnosed with pervasive developmental disorder and that's on the spectrum of autism okay like obviously this kid needs something yeah having a hard time to do more exactly but he never really got help with that like he had a few psychologists throughout his life but he always thought he was smarter than Mm -hmm. smarter than them and right before he went on his little killing spree shouldn't say little um he was prescribed a medication by his psychiatrist and he looked up the medication was like that's not the right one for me no way stop yeah like you need to admit him then to get him actual help get him on his meds and go from there like parents don't want to admit that their kid is fucked up yeah their kid is their perfect little world which they can be your perfect little world while still having problems they are still your perfect little gemstone that need help mm-hmm. gemstones that are cracked are just as fucking pretty aren't they yeah Ugh. yelling more. at you <laughs> i didn't do anything i'm sorry i had to read this <laughs> all right so by the ninth grade roger had become increasingly bullied and he wrote wrote later that he cried himself to sleep like every night that's sad it is um he did develop an obsession with world of warcraft okay and he drowned himself in the video game so that he could have a life he could have made so in many cool friends with World of Warcraft. Well, so he gets into that, and eventually World of Warcraft became so popular that even the jocks were playing it. So he didn't like it. And talking about all the sex that they were having. Oh, my God. So he, he would get infuriated and stop playing. Just don't hang out with them. Yeah. Not everybody likes to talk about sex. You can go find other friends. Yeah. Jesus Christ. He was a little, <laughs> you want to feel bad for him. While he was at Crespi Carmelite High, he was bullied, and in one incident... He fell asleep on his desk and they taped him to the desk. Oh. And that really sucks. Yeah. Like, poor thing. Uh, the There was, in 2012, his friend James Ellis, who was his friend throughout his whole life. The one that he would keep moving from as well? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they all, they remained friends throughout the whole time. They would go play World of Warcraft every Friday night. Oh. Like, they had, like, a ritual. And James had never had sex either. Like, he was 
he was like, yeah, I don't, I don't get it, but I'm not going to get mad about it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so he didn't really understand it. Um, and eventually he told Elliot he didn't want to be friends anymore because Elliot was getting a bit too radical. Which, like, good on him. Yeah. For, definitely. like, telling him. He could have just ghosted him, which you could also do. You fully rights to. Well, he did. And then his parents were still friends with their parents. Oh. And so they went to a party and he was there. And, he like, he tried to talk to him. He's like, hey, is everything cool? And he's like, not no. really, dude. <laughs> no, not really. No, 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 thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. Which is fine. Just like in this podcasting world, not every podcast is for everybody. Not every person is for everybody. Exactly. Literally, not every person can be for everybody. um so in 2011 let's talk about the incidents that happened before the big thing oh my god we're graduating high school i know how do i not know this i don't know this was in california holy he literally hung out in hollywood and santa barbara and in he went to palos verdes once stop what if we like cross paths i know (laughs) we probably were some girls that didn't look him you know over one time and then he he thought about killing us yeah exactly gross so Ew, David. In 2011, he became so enraged at seeing a happy couple walking along together that, like, from a coffee shop, uh-huh. he followed them to their car and threw his hot latte on them. Oh, my God. Yeah. And he explains in his manifesto how this, he was elated by this. He was happy that it happened. He went in his car and immediately drove off and was, like, scared, but then he, like, felt adrenaline. Adrenaline, and yeah. And he was really happy about it. Oh, my God. Another incident. uh, He was driving along in his brand new BMW that he begged his mom to get him because he needed to have the status. I cannot. He pulled up to a stop and it was right next to a bus stop. And there were these two girls standing there and he smiled at them and they didn't smile back. So he drove around the block and came back over and splashed his coffee on them. Oh, the entitlement. But wait. No. There's more. (laughs) In 2012, he was at a park, like walking around, enjoying the trees, sitting on a bench, like being you know in nature okay (laughs) in nature one with nature exactly (laughs) and there's a group of jocks and hot blonde girls as he calls them because he in his manifesto all he wants is a hot blonde girlfriend that's all he wants well it's too bad you can't have what you want yeah they came up to the park and were starting to play kickball and he could see like the jocks and their muscles and they're much bigger than him and the hot girls were all fawning over the here's an idea work out (laughs) maybe right he look did. some inner circle of yourself this much this much <laughs> so he was so mad at them for playing kickball in the park and being themselves he drove to the store bought a super soaker filled it full of orange juice and then went and sprayed them all down with orange juice open mouth. <laughs> <laughs> he just wanted them to be like sticky and whatnot That's i don't know so stupid isn't that weird i can't decide if i would rather him have grown up to be like a six foot whatever he thinks should be a man and like look the way he wants to look because it's like would he still have these intendencies in him that he's like well look how i look though so like i deserve this Fucking can confirm yes yes so i asked if i could talk about this to from this person okay Jason. he grew up bullied uh-huh he grew up thinking these thoughts that w- girls just don't come up to him like what's wrong with him yeah. what's wrong with girls why are girls so stupid like started getting those thoughts he didn't have female attention until he was 17 okay and that was a hug at 17 yeah he'd never even hugged a girl okay so he had these same thoughts and I, even the other podcast i was listening to about this mm-hmm. you come to a fork in the road with those thoughts you can either become a full-on misogynist who thinks that women are evil uh-huh. or you can fucking figure out how to talk to a woman yeah and that's what he that's did. What Jason yeah. Did. And he realized <laughs> like, a friend. tattoos make me look cool. I want to have tattoos. And I feel good with them. Exactly. He went and got a motorcycle. Like he wanted, he did the same thing that Elliot did. Like but masking. the healthy way. Yes. And then realized each girl that he was talking to has like 10 other guys trying to talk to her. So he yeah. needs to be the one that stands out. And the good way. Exactly. <laughs> so that, that's the, you admirable. Know, exactly. Yeah. You know, he did, he had the same life basically without all the george lucas star wars premiere stuff way to go jason (laughs) yeah be better (laughs) (laughs) but i mean you know and then ended up being fine but still has those tendencies to think a bit narcissistically but he's also adhd he's on the same spectrum as me is but higher yeah and he he went down the right fork on the road he chose the right path of let me figure this out and i would never feel scared around him i've never you know what i mean like and it takes a it takes a man to be able to say like oh i've had these thoughts but yeah. not like the 
the other fork in the roadside <laughs> thoughts. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I can speak about this and I'm learning and I'm teaching myself. Exactly. And understanding how you were thinking back then was wrong. wrong. Exactly. Love that. It's all about growth. So anyway, <laughs> another incident happened in July of 2013. Elliot went to a party. He like, it was at his college. So he went to like three different colleges. I feel like he's two different high schools. Him. He's yes. taking opportunities. He's getting it out. Yes. So he went to this party. He was like trying to get out there to mm-hmm. be noticed, but he wasn't approaching anyone, which I find just laughable. You can't just expect people to walk to up to you. To come to you, but that's what he's expecting. Exactly. So he was mocked at this party and he tried to shove girls over, like off the balcony. What the fuck? There was a ledge that they were all partying on. Tell me those jocks just grabbed him by the neck like a fucking kitten and just carried him out. They Please. pushed him over the edge instead, and he broke oh. his ankle. Oh, I don't, I don't agree with that. But <laughs> I, I'd rather the kitten. No, <laughs> yeah. error, error, error. And at the time, he had like his expensive Gucci sunglasses, oh, and no. he had left them at the party. So he went back, and they mocked him again and beat the shit out of him. Mm, I don't agree with that. Yeah, and don't like it. A neighbor had seen um, Elliot coming home and crying and vowing to kill the men involved, and oh. then himself. Oh, so he was very upset. Don't fight uh, what's the violence with, with violence. Fire with fire. With fire. fire. Yeah. yeah. Like, mm. and he there, also there's wrote, circumstances, but like, I don't know. I'm, nah, I don't <laughs> I like know, him. Error. Error. <laughs> it's very morally challenging. Yeah. He wrote about this incident that this was the final trigger for planning his attack. Oh, no. Because for a while there, he had like different things in his life that he was going to do. He became, became obsessed with winning the lottery and he figured if okay. I had a ton of money, then I can have a hot girlfriend. Like no. that's how it's going to, and it's my destiny to win the lottery. This dude spent over like $2,000 on lottery tickets and didn't win. Oh my God. And threw tantrums about it. What's that new podcast you showed me with the, um, UMM. Yes. Uh, they were talking about how he doesn't really want to win the lottery because the amount of money that you would have to put in to win the lottery, you're just winning that money back. Basically. It's, and and I was like, holy shit. Taxes. And he had to pay the taxes on it. Yeah. I was like, whoa. It's that, insane. I mean, I still would like to win the lottery. But like, <laughs> I'm not opposed. Like, wouldn't suck. <laughs> but that, I've never thought of that stance of it. Yeah. It's insane. Well, he tried and tried and tried and tried and tried to win the lottery. Okay. And he believed in like the secret. And he read another book that was like about manifesting what's going to happen and if you think about it hard enough it's going to happen so he he imagined every single day that he was winning the lottery mm-hmm. i believe in manifesting too but i think he's part of QAnon. <laughs> probably i wouldn't doubt it so in 2014 ellie accused his roommate of stealing his candles were those were they the 24 dollar bath and body work candle because those be expensive i mean maybe because <laughs> he actually like called the cops and no way and then his roommate pled guilty to petty theft oh, oh no it was really stupid <laughs> um and on april 30th of 2014 his parents contacted the police because they had seen his behavior on some of his youtube videos he started putting up stop are they still up you can see all of them yeah <gasps> he's got several youtube videos we're watching them together we're when we're done gonna play his last one really yes yay so okay. you guys are gonna hear that oh my super god super fun for that um well the sheriff like showed up to his house or his apartment uh-huh. and they had a chat with him and then determined he was of Fine. sound mind and that they didn't need to look through his apartment weird where he writes in his manifesto. If they had looked through the apartment, my entire plan would have been ruined because he had all of the guns and knives ready to go. Holy shit. Yeah. Are they on the videos on the YouTube? The, on the YouTube? On the am YouTube? I, am <laughs> I 500 years old? Apparently. What was that? <laughs> he doesn't have any of the um, the weapons visible for okay. any of that. But just yeah. the way he's like talking and presenting himself that people were... they Yeah, because he was just like, why do women hate me is one of the titles mm. of it. Yeah. <laughs> and his mom was like, I'm concerned. <laughs> Help. Concerned parent. Is he going to kill Finally. himself? She thought he was just going to kill himself. Oh, that poor thing. Yeah. Oh, no. And um, there's an interview with Elliot's dad, Peter, and about how he'd never thought this would ever happen, that Elliot would ever go off the deep end. He never saw it happening. Like, of course. He probably he, he probably put on a, a masking sun face for his dad. Probably. But also the tantrums that he would throw and that are relatively normal to them. 
or they're just like whatever he, he my son would never do this yeah they, they, they would never do that which like i would like to be able to say like my child will never go and mass murder people but you never know you never know <laughs> and and the fact so i'm what i'm seeing with the tantrums with the crying the sensitivity all of this is just all undiagnosed yeah and like from early on autism Mm -hmm. he needs help he needs to real like something which obviously we're not saying autism is the reason why this is happening it was just undiagnosed if if that was the case then he wouldn't be friends with me and we wouldn't be friends with jason we wouldn't be friends with a lot of the people that we know yeah like that is not how we're viewing this it's that the parents needed to see it and they needed to help them and that's that's the thing with a lot of parents that i've noticed like i'm not blaming his parents at all but a lot of parents do believe that their kid is perfect there's Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with them because they want to believe that which and is they fine. believe what they want to believe but that's but not going to help ha- them no and you can believe that and still see the cracks that's why you have to listen to your friends and your family friends and family yeah like mm-hmm. even though they're an outsider's point of view they see the things that aren't right and that's how yeah. my brother got di- diagnosed my mom thought this i mean as her first kid this she thought this is. is normal yeah and my grandma was like no, no no honey he's yeah. acting out he should not be doing this he should not be running around church up and down the pews acting a fool yeah and that's when he went and got diagnosed there you go he was two years old and my grandma was like that's not right mm-hmm. and i know i was diagnosed in kindergarten with mm-hmm. adhd i wasn't diagnosed in, in kindergarten my mom was told in kindergarten that i had adhd oh, and shit. she looked at that teacher and she was like the fuck she's a child no oh first grade my teacher grabbed me by the hair and <gasps> dragged me to the principal's office i just got chills what <laughs> hashtag indiana no and then my i don't i think my mom just saw like what happened and heard about it and she was like i'm just gonna do what's gonna protect her but like i do have adhd yeah. but they just got lucky that i actually do have it holy shit that's like a lawsuit <laughs> i know no it's indiana oh my god <laughs> washington I, elementary school <laughs> I, can't, I can't even imagine if a teacher put hands on me grabbed oh. me like by like by the hair like over here probably why i'm not tender-headed i mean you were probably being a brat (laughs) i'm adhd yeah i I would not sit still like i know i have it and i take what's the word consolence con con like i i'm okay with it i Mm. i like that i know i have it i don't like that i have it but i like that i know that i have it Mm -hmm. and that i can work with it awareness is the first step exactly like and i'm not getting rid of it it's not fucking going anywhere i am stuck in this brain yeah so let's just work with it there you go (laughs) a positive way to look at it i'm not saying that because you're about you no no i just wanted to you know clarify (laughs) i know yeah all right we'll clarify for them (laughs) exactly uh so here's a quote from elliot um i hate this so much (laughs) If I cannot join them, I will rise above them. And if I cannot rise above them, I will destroy them. And that, that is like their mantra. The the Twitter bio. (laughs) Continuing on with the quote. I've been trying to join and be accepted among the beautiful, popular people all my life. But it was to no avail. They have always treated me like scum. Girls have always deemed me unworthy of their love and sex. I tried to overthrow them by gaining wealth at a young age, from trying to come up with invention ideas, to contemplating writing an epic story, and finally to trying to win the lottery. At this point, the the prospect of overthrowing them seemed hopeless. The final solution of triumph over my enemies was to destroy them, to carry out my day of retribution, to exact my ultimate and devastating vengeance against all the popular young people who never accepted me, and against all women for rejecting me and starving me of love and sex. Ew. It gets worse. Oh, my God. So in his manifesto, he talks about being mixed race because he's Malaysian, Chinese, and white. Okay. And he believes that that that's what made him different from normal, fully white kids. I mean, being raised in, like, Richard, Los Angeles, Hollywood area, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, in an online forum, he was opposed. he said he was opposed to interracial dating. And he made several racist posts against African-Americans, Hispanics, South Asians, and East, East Asian people. Oh, my God. And he said that seeing men of these ethnic groups socializing with white women makes you want to quit life. That's in quotes. Then quit your life. We he don't need you. also wrote, full Asian men are disgustingly ugly and oh. white girls would never go for you. You're just butthurt that you were born as an Asian piece of shit. So you lash out by like linking these fake pictures. You even admit that you wish you were half white. 
You'll never be half white and you'll never fulfill your dream of marrying a white woman. I I suggest you jump off a bridge. Oh my God. Because people were showing him like, I do have a hot girlfriend. Like, fuck you. And he was like, you probably faked those. Yeah. Okay. Go jump off a bridge because you're Asian. Yikes. Yeah. What a dick. Abs. What? What? I fucking. I I cannot. I I want him gone now. He also said, how can an inferior, ugly black boy be able to get a white girl and not me? I am beautiful and I'm half white myself. I am descended from British aristocracy. He is descended from slaves. <gasps> On the day before the day of retribution, I will start the first phase of my vengeance, silently killing as many people as I can around Isla Vista by luring them into my apartment through some form of trickery. I'm really happy he was pushed off that balcony now. <laughs> I'm going to take my, my words back. I'm not morally conflicted (laughs) anymore and it just gets worse the second phase of his plan so the first phase was that the second phase is a war on women the second phase will take place on the day of retribution itself just before the climatic massacre my war on women i will attack the very girls who represent everything i hate in the female gender the hottest sorority of uc santa barbara I take it all back. I don't want him to like have what he wanted with like see- testing out the waters with that. I don't want him to have made movies. I just he, he should have been a condom sperm. <laughs> Dude should have been a blowjob. Exactly. Not even. He doesn't even deserve that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's embarrassing. Um, and I'm gonna play the video now so oh, you guys can fuck. hear how he talks about himself. Hi, Elliot Roger here. Well, this is my last video. It all has to come to this. Tomorrow is the day of retribution. The day in which I will have my revenge against humanity. Against all of you. For the last eight years of my life, ever since I've hit puberty, I've been forced to endure an existence of loneliness rejection, and unfulfilled desires, all because girls have never been attracted to me. Girls gave their affection and sex and love to other men, but never to me. I'm 22 years old, and I'm still a virgin. I've never even kissed a girl. I've been through college for two and a half years. More than that, actually. And I'm still a virgin. It has been very torturous. College is the time when everyone experiences those things such as sex and fun and, and pleasure. But in those years, I've had to rot in loneliness. It's not fair. It's not fair. You girls have never been attracted to me. I don't know why you girls aren't attracted to me, but I will punish you all for it. Oh my God. It's an injustice, a crime, because I don't know what you don't see in me. I'm the perfect guy. Ew. And yet you throw yourselves at all these obnoxious men instead of me, the supreme gentleman. Ew. I will punish all of you for it. Stop. On the day of retribution, I am going to enter the hottest sorority house of UCSB. And I will slaughter every single spoiled, stuck-up, blonde slut I see inside there. All those girls that I've desired so much... They would have all rejected me and looked down upon me as an inferior man if I ever made a sexual advance towards them. While they throw themselves at these obnoxious brutes. I'll take great pleasure in slaughtering all of you. You will finally see that I am, in truth, the superior one, the true alpha male. (laughs) 
Yes. After I've annihilated every single girl in the sorority house, I'll take to the streets of Isla Vista and slay every single person I see there. All those popular kids who live such lives of hedonistic pleasure while I've had to rot in loneliness for all these years, they've all looked down upon me every time I try to go out and join them. They've all treated me like a mouse. Well, now I will be a god compared to you. You will all be animals. You are animals, and I will slaughter you like animals. I'll be a god, exacting my retribution and all those who deserve it. And you do deserve it, just for the crime of living a better life than me. All you popular kids, you've never accepted me. You spoiled little brat! Now you all pay for it. And girls... All I've ever wanted was to love you and to be loved by you. I've wanted a girlfriend. I've wanted sex. I've wanted love, affection, adoration. But you think I'm unworthy of it. That's a crime that can never be forgiven. If I can't have you, girls, no. I will destroy you. <laughs> Stop. You denied me a happy life. I wonder why. And in turn, I will deny all of you life. <laughs> it's only fair. I hate all of you. Humanity is a disgusting, wretched depraved species if I had it in my power I would stop at nothing to reduce every single one of you to mountains of skulls and rivers of blood and rightfully so you deserve to be annihilated and I will give that to you you never showed me any mercy, and so I will show you none. <laughs> you forced me to suffer all my life. Oh my god, shut him up. And that will make you all suffer. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so that's seven minutes of fucking hell. And that wow. was just one of his many YouTube videos. He has several about why do women hate me? I'm the perfect gentleman. I'm supreme. I'm, uh, and like, dude doesn't look bad. Really? Dude's got cut lines on the jaw. Like mm -hmm. he's half Asian, half white, like perfect Beautiful. combination. Yeah. He's not, he's not a terrible looking guy. Honestly. It's his personality. Yeah. It's who he it's, is. It's exactly that. And if he had just, he just tried a little bit, oh. I think he would have been fine. The, the other problem is that he wanted a hot blonde girlfriend and there was a point with one of his roommates who was fat and ugly and undeserving who came home yeah with uh, an ugly girlfriend a fat and ugly girlfriend is what he said oh my god and get he, off your horse he would rub that in elliot's face like look i'm having sex and you're not and he's like yeah well you're having sex with an ugly girl so it doesn't count fuck off dude yeah so Obviously a bit, a bit vain, a bit obsessed a bit. with, <laughs> a bit, <laughs> a bit, <laughs> a bit obsessed with like looks and, and that kind of shit. So May 23rd, 2014, the day of retribution comes. No. The wait, was this video sent out and then he did this? Just wait. I got okay, you. Okay. Okay. First attacks started at his apartment. He killed his roommates by stabbing them one by one. Oh he my God. Stab one, clean it up. And then the other one, stab it, clean it up. Yeah. Three in a row. Holy shit. Yes. And he didn't want the next one to get suspicious as like why there was blood. So one at a time. It's he not suspicious of why you're holding stab, a knife. Stab. Yeah. <laughs> so that was George Chen, who was 19. Oh, oh, Cheng Wan James Hong, who was 20. And Wei Han David Wang, who was 20. They're babies. Yeah. They're, I mean, this is college. And oh. he's, uh, um, Elliot's 22 at the time. Did they, did they all die? Those three did die. Oh. 
He then went to a coffee shop, super cash, got a coffee, you know, no big deal. And then was seen working on his laptop, which is where he sent off this YouTube video. Okay. And that's him in the car. Like after he had just killed somebody, three people. Okay. There's that video I just played. Yeah. And then he sent off his manifesto to 34 people, including his parents, his therapist, former teachers, and childhood friends. No way. Yeah. Which, I mean, you just sent a detailed thing of masturbating where to you're your going. parents. That too. And oh. where you're going. Yeah. What he's going to do. What you're going to do. Yes. Please tell me, like, none of these girls actually die. I can't tell you that. Oh, no. How? How, though? You send it off to 34 people. Statistically, there has to be one person that opens that and calls the cops. Well, his parents and his therapist immediately got in their cars and started driving to Isla Vista and called the cops on the way. (laughs) They did. What are you going to do? So Elliot then drove to the Alpha Phi sorority house near UCSB. Uh Uh-huh. He knocked on the door for a long time and nobody answered because they were partying good yeah uh he then began shooting people who were nearby oh my god he killed two women who were walking past the house Catherine brianne cooper who was 22 veronica elizabeth weiss who was 19 was, and then another woman was injured that's so scary it's just you're just walking you're just going on a walk yeah he then got in his car and fired into an unoccupied coffee shop and then several times into a deli Oh, my God. Christopher Ross Michaels Martinez, who was 20, was struck seven times and no. killed. Yeah. He then drove south on, on Embarcadero del Norte on the wrong side of the street, hitting a pedestrian and firing his gun at two people on the sidewalk. Fortunately, he missed those two. No oh good. He shot a couple that was leaving a pizza place. He also shot a female cyclist. He shot at and missed another woman and then exchanged fire with a sheriff's deputy and hit another two pedestrians with his car. Holy shit. He shot and wounded three people on Sabato Tarde Street. He also hit a skateboarder and two cyclists with his car. What? He then hit another skateboarder and shot two men at an intersection. He then fired on three sheriff's deputies and was shot in the hip. He, he was shot in the hip? Yes. Good. He was pursued by police uh-huh. where he hit another cyclist, crashed on the sidewalk. This is all at like between like 8.30 and 9.30 at yeah. night. Yeah. At 9.35, police found Elliot dead inside of his car from a self-inflicted gunshot wound to his head. No. In his car, they found three pistols, a bunch of knives, six empty 10-round magazines, and 548 rounds of unused ammunition. You fucking coward. Yeah. And he wrote about this. In his manifesto, he's like, and then I'll have to kill myself because I don't want to go to prison. Oh. He planned this whole fucking thing and he wanted to do so much more, obviously, with the amount of ammunition in his fucking car. The only thing that makes me morally conflicted to say is like, why couldn't you just kill yourself? Yeah. Why couldn't you? This is the only circumstance that you can say that sentence, that that sentence actually means something. Don't fucking say that to somebody that's like doesn't have any of these traits or didn't do this. But fuck you, dude. Exactly. Oh, my God. And the whole thing, this all could have been avoided. Because his parents did call for the home check. Yeah. If they had looked at one of the YouTube videos that his parents were concerned about. Just one. Yeah. They would have seen. If they had looked at gun records, recent purchases by this person. Just one. They would see. And if they searched his house, if they just walked inside, they would have known. But that's also, it's not on them though. They can't just walk into somebody's house. Maybe but if they, they were a search warrant. to do a health check by his parents. Isn't that just, that's just talking to him though. That's not going into his house. I, I don't agree with it, but it's, I think it's the way that it is. In. I, I don't know. It's not like a search warrant. They can just walk inside and make sure that nothing is that's out search. of place. They're that's not still searching. a search. I that's still know. a looking with the eyeballs. <laughs> I guess. It was. Oh. I don't agree with it. It's just, it's like the, the devil's advocate that I play with Waco. Yeah. Like, I know. It's, it's just, it fucking sucks. Oh. There was another thing that stuck out to me in this story. Um. Since we just talked about all that. Uh, uh-huh. Before the day of retribution, his mother took his sister and his sister's boyfriend on a trip to England. And this is how he felt about that. Okay. I felt so betrayed by my mother because of this. She should have been more considerate for how I would feel. I am her son and she should be on my side. But then again, my mother is a woman and women are all mentally ill. There was no way she could possibly understand my point of view. I just saw my spine. I rolled my eyes so hard. <laughs> You're not going to like this text part. I'm just, this is the end of his manifesto (laughs) um the ultimate evil behind sexuality is the human female they are the main instigators of sex they control which men get it and which men don't 
Oh, when, oh my god, my body? I get to do, I get to decide that? No fucking way. <laughs> women are flawed creatures and my mistreatment at their hands has made me realize this sad truth. There is something very twisted and wrong with the way their brains are wired. They think like beasts, and in truth, they are beasts. <laughs> women are incapable of having morals or thinking rationally. They are completely controlled by their depraved emotions and vile sexual impulses. Oh because of this, the men who do get to experience the pleasures of sex and the privilege of breeding are the men who women are sexually attracted to. The stupid, degenerate, obnoxious men. I have observed this all of my life. The most beautiful of women choose to mate with the most brutal of men instead of magnificent gentlemen like myself. Stop. Women should not have the right to choose who to mate and breed with. Then go back to the 1800s. I don't know what to tell you, dude. <laughs> like, Bro, you, you're stupid. You're fucking stupid. Oh. Um, if, I was, if I wasn't afraid of his like demon coming back, I'd so get a Ouija board and just be like, you're dumb. You're dumb. <laughs> like, you stupid. And there's a reason I'm reading all of this, and I'll mm -hmm. explain it at the end. There's one more thing i got to read. It's a bit long, but... It's not because we have a true crime podcast? Shut up. <laughs> In fully realizing these truths about the world, I have created the ultimate and perfect ideology of how a fair and pure world would work. In an ideal world, sexuality would not exist. It must be outlawed. In a world without sex, humanity will be pure and civilized. Men will grow up healthily without having to worry about such a barbaric act. All men will grow up fair and equal because no man will be able to experience the pleasures of sex while others are denied it. Um, what about gay guys? <laughs> You're being really rude, dude. Yeah. <laughs> the human race will evolve to an entirely new level of civilization, completely devoid of all the, the impurity and degeneracy that exists today. In order to completely abolish sex, women themselves would have to be abolished. All women must be quarantined like the plague they are. Hashtag so COVID. That, so that they can be used in a manner that actually benefits a civilized society. Stop. It, he wants us to be slaves. Yes. In order to carry this out, there must exist a new and powerful type of government. I can, the so 1800s. He wrote all of this. And, and it, there's so many spelling errors, guys. So many. <laughs> all right. So that they can be used in a manner that actually benefits benefits a civilized society. In order to carry this out, there must exist a new and powerful type of government under the control of one divine ruler, such as myself. Oh, stop. Oh, really? Oh. The ruler that establishes this new or order would have complete control over every aspect of society in order to direct it towards a good and pure place. At the disposal of this government, there needs to be a highly trained army of fanatically loyal troops in order to enforce such revolutionary laws. Okay, Hitler, calm down. The first strike against women will be to quarantine all of them in concentration camps. At these camps, oh my God. <laughs> the vast majority of the female population will be deliberately starved to death. That would be an efficient and fitting way to kill them all off. I would take great pleasure and satisfaction in condemning every single woman on earth to starve to death. I would have an enormous tower built just for myself where I can oversee the entire concentration camp and gleefully watch them all die. If I can't have them, no one will. I'd imagine thinking to myself as I oversee this. Women represent everything that is unfair with this world. And in order to make the world a fair place, they must all be eradicated. A few women would be spared, however, for the sake of reproduction. Oh. These women would be kept and bred in secret labs. Ew. There, they will be artificially inseminated with sperm samples no! in order to produce offspring. Their depraved nature will slowly be bred out of them in time. Future generations of men would be oblivious to, of these, to these remaining women's existence. And that is for the best. If a man grows up without knowledge, knowing of existence of women, there will be no desire for sex. Again, what about gays? <sighs> no, but also um, being horny doesn't does involve seeing a person. No, you just you're you just you just are. Error. And also, if you paid attention in history class, you'd know that the Greeks, when they went out to war, would fuck each other because they wanted to have sex. Hashtag prison. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sexuality will completely cease to exist. Love will cease to exist. There will no longer be any imprint of such concepts in the human psyche. So men can't love men? Exactly. That's what he's saying. It is the only way to purify the world. In such a pure world, the man's mind can develop a greater height than ever before. Future generations will live their lives free of having to worry about the barbar... Bar 
disparity of sex and women and oh. will enable them to expand their intelligence and advance the human race to a state of perfect civilization. It is such a shameful pity that my ideal world cannot be created. No, it can't. I realized long ago that there is no way I could possibly rise to such a level of power in my lifetime. No, you can't. With the suck. way the world is now, such a thing will never become a reality for me. But it did give me something to fantasize about as I no, burned with hatred toward all the women for rejecting me through the years. This whole viewpoint and ideology of abolish abolishing sex stems from being deprived of it all my life. If I cannot have it, I will do everything I can to destroy it. That was in caps. Take so. me out. <laughs> the reason I read that whole thing, I know it was obnoxious, is because there are people who believe this. Yeah, I know. And they idolize this and they use this. Wait, like this right here? This right this. here. This manifesto is how they want life to be. There are That's what you were saying in the beginning. Millions of men. Millions of men who believe this. Yes. I'm almost to tears right now. I know. <laughs> millions of men who think that this is how the world should be. Oh, no. And they think that everything that he wrote is like scripture. Oh. And they worship So he him. has a cult. He has a cult following. And they think that women should just be sex slaves and that's it. Because they've been denied it. Because they're involuntarily celibate. Oh, my God. I fuck this guy. Don't want to leave my house. I, it, You're not moving out. It makes me We're not moving from date. each other. Like how? I was just think I didn't want to like say it because like <laughs> I was like I'm so happy I'm married and like yeah. don't really have to worry. But I mean, there's still people who would want to just murder you because could, you're married because, because you've had sex. I didn't because choose you them. Chose Him. a jock, right? Oh my god. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I mean, he's a nerdy jock. He's the nerdiest of jocks. I got the be best. Real. <laughs> you got the best of both worlds. I got I got the just the right of boring so that I know he won't cheat on me. There you go. <laughs> so that is my story on Elliot fucking Roger, who is We need to post mm. the groups and stuff and keep an eye on those. I, I Should mean, we make I, a fake account as a man and, and join it? There you go. Let's do it. Oh my god. They're gonna listen to this, they're gonna kill us. <laughs> you know that, right? <laughs> we don't even live in the United States. There you go. <laughs> we live on a remote island. It's Sandwich Island. It has all females. I hate you. Ooh, the Isle of Lesbos. <laughs> yes. This is actually from history. All right. Anyway, sorry for the long, dark, depressing story of We are a true crime podcast. Life. Stop apologizing. They know what they're here for. That was awful. That was terrible. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> My favorite murder. Right. <laughs> so there you go. That's what I've been working on. Good job. A hundred. You read that. I did. One hundred forty pages of trash. The actual trash. You poor soul. And spelling errors. What? Which are my least favorite thing. What are you hungry for? Do you want to choose dinner? I'll. I'll. I'll buy. <laughs> oh my I'm not even kidding. <laughs> You're sweet. <laughs> Do you have a good good? Because I can't think of anything right now. Um. We got vaccinated. Oh, that's right. We did. And yes. I feel like shit. It's great. I don't feel like. I, I keep getting like hot like meat sweats, but not with but meat. Without meat. Without the yeah, meat. Yeah. Just sweats. Just sweats. And but we'll be fully vaccinated June first and we're gonna plan a Disneyland trip. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's that's the good good. It, it's real good good. The governor, right? Governor of governor Oregon. Governor Kate Brown, yeah. Yeah. She said if Oregon We don't live in the United we'll States get, though. We don't. Uh, this is just it's just one of our favorite states. Right. If Oregon gets seventy percent vaccinated, then things will start to be severely lifted up. Yeah. So be happy definitely it's gonna look really happy part of that go get vaccinated just do it just do it or don't i mean i can't tell you what to do with your body but like think about it think about doing it manifest it (laughs) read about the plague and the spanish flu and then decide that from there this is the right thing to do and know that like (laughs) no it doesn't mean you will not it does not mean that you won't contact covid it just means that you won't be put into the hospital and it severely lowers the probability of death and she meant contract, not contact. That. Really? Contract. That sounds wrong. To contract COVID instead of contact, contact. COVID. <laughs> hey, what's up? Hey, COVID. Hey, and it's me. Let me leave a voicemail. Okay. You can catch us on Bloodbath Podcast on everything. Yeah. At Bloodbath Podcast. At. On everything. On everything. Instagram. Oh, uh, Twitter is now It's Bloodbath. So I-T-S Bloodbath. And I've actually been using it. And a couple of people have tweeted us. And I didn't know because I wasn't going on there. And I'm really sorry. Wow. But I commented back. Ayo. We're good. Ayo. Nice. Good job. So, yeah. Uh, cool. Comment, review, rate, on, subscribe. Bye.
Apple Podcast, Spotify. Yeah, you can follow on Spotify and iHeartRadio. Everywhere else you get stuff. But yeah, definitely leave us a review. And if you hate us, uh, just make it funny. Because if you don't make it funny, then we know you didn't actually listen. You're just probably coming from somewhere else that we know of. So, can't imagine where. Petty. Anyway. We are Bloodbath. But wait, there's more. Bye, 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 b